You're listening to the Bitcoin Takeover Podcast, the Bitcoin podcast for OGs and intermediaries. Make sure you subscribe, leave a comment, and like this episode. Also, read the new BTCT KVR magazine. This episode is sponsored by Wasabi Wallet, Crypto Steel, Shop in a Bit, and Sadodime. Thank, Thank you, you for, for listening. listening. What do I need to know? Everything. Everything. Three, two, one. Hello there, and welcome to the Bitcoin Takeover podcast. I am Vlad, your Bitcoin influencer's influencer, and I'm here with Michael Booman, better known as Boomi. Boomi. Hey, Did everybody. I say that correctly. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Super excited. You are the creator and lead developer of Albi. And before that, you also worked on another Bitcoin Lightning wallet that was about identity, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I mean, the, that's I, I'm I'm working on on Albi exactly. I started the first uh, lines of code uh, in in Albi, actually at a Fulmo hackathon uh, around Christmas. I think no, two years ago, more than two years ago now. Uh, so quite a while. Uh, before that, um, I was also contributing to the Jewel browser extension, uh, which was quite similar, but focused on L&D, kind of, kind of things. So shout out to that. Um, so, so yeah. I do remember using Jewel. Maybe it was 2018 or 2019. And it was an extension that you could add to your Chrome browser. I think also Firefox. Yeah. And it was meant to be basically Bitcoin's version of MetaMask, a way in which you can log into different websites or applications using your node identity. Yep. What happened to that project? Uh, the development kind of stalled there. Um, there were a few, it was a bit of an abandon. It was a bit of a pity, actually. And I mean, maybe we can talk a bit about the history of also how Albi be became, uh, yeah, how I started Albi actually is um, because of the tool development started and he's uh, stalled. And especially, Jewel tried to be a front end for LND. Uh, and it was focusing on L&D and it had also, you know, peer management and channel management and all these kind of things within the extension. And um, there were also some architectural issues around um, some things that I tried to do. Uh, my vision was actually that um, the browser extension should be a, you know, a small like bridge basically between what happens in the browser within the web application and the lightning nodes it shouldn't do full channel management and these kind of things because there you will have specialized tools uh, you don't you don't you don't do that in a browser extension um, and even if you do it in the browser then you should do it in a full web application that then connects through the extension to your lightning node 
and at the same time i also didn't want to have it only uh, be a front end for lnd but basically the user should be able to choose whatever node they want so it should be able you should be able to connect it to core lightning eclair or even custodial setups or you know even accounts uh, whatever you want to do so but yeah the general idea is to teach the browser uh, lightning um, this is what kind of metamask does in the ethereum space teach the browser to talk to the Ethereum network or whatever it is. So the concepts are are similar. You have your wallet, including your identity, which are the keys in the browser. You own it. And basically you allowed web applications to talk to that and request, you know, payments, request signatures and so on. I think it's a really cool project. I think I saw it for the first time last year, which was 2022 in February when we were in Istanbul. And you mm -hmm. showed up not just Albi, but you also had your own tipping service and your own service to split the bill. I thought that was really cool when we went to a restaurant and you're like, let me take care of the bill and you can send your lightning payments to this application that I set up. And I have also heard a lot about Albi lately when Noster got launched and people started wanting to zap each other. And I think I'll be, I'm not sure about the ranking, but I think it's just as popular as Wallet of Satoshi for Noster right now. People even get their own LB NIP5s, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. Yes. So we offer users uh, a Lightning address. Um, so to be able to easily receive uh, Lightning payments. And especially we have the Lightning address because uh, you can add the Lightning address to your Twitter profile, to a YouTube video, to all these kind of services. And with the Albi browser extension, um, users then, when they visit, for example, a video, can automatically uh, send sets uh, to that to these Lightning addresses. So we kind of try to make it uh, make make it easy and make bring Lightning to wherever users are currently currently at. Um, and yes, with this Lightning address, users can also get a yeah a nip um, uh, nipple five. It is right. You so call it nipple nipple. <laughs> uh, nipple. <laughs> um, they, they they can add they can add uh, their Noster public key to the Lightning address uh, that allows them to then be discovered uh, in the Noster network more easily so yes this is this is possible a lot of people are using it i mean noster is is a super exciting space yeah, yeah. it's an entirely new endeavor to explore it's built not necessarily as a bitcoin layer but it's built as something that uses bitcoin and it's developed by bitcoiners not necessarily for bitcoiners but we turned out to be the first adopters but it's growing and it's banned yeah. in China, which is funny. <laughs> I mean, not Noster, but some applications yes. that access yes. Noster because it's a protocol. You cannot ban that. That means you do something correct, I guess, right? So. <laughs> yeah, you're poking right there. You probably, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But the exciting thing is maybe, if I can say that, is, uh, you know, generally, in my point of view, um, so we have Bitcoin as the asset and you have the Lightning Network as, as the payment network. But payments do not stand on its own, right? You do not wake up in the morning and think, today I want to pay. I mean, maybe we do because we're super excited about Lightning Network and the development there. But, you know, normally you don't wake up and think like, I want to 
pay now or something. So the, the payment actually is not most of the time more of a, a necessity. You know, I, I might I might want to consume something, I want to buy something, so I need to pay for it. Or I want to support somebody, or I like some content that that I see, so I, that's why I'm actually supporting uh, th- doing doing a payment. But it's always it cannot stand on its own in my point of view. And uh, in Noster, um, we see like like the nice thing it's is you know and it's. Nostra right now is used mainly for a social network, more or less, right? Um, but uh, it has native Lightning payment integrations with Sapping and so on. So, but I'm and and that's kind of the the nice combination here. So we have a social element there. There's a human interaction, or users are interacting with each other, and directly in there we also have the payments, the Sapping, and so on. So this is actually, I think, a very natural fit. Uh, and a great fit. So, and uh, I think a lot of the other platforms are missing that. You know, we never had the, this opportunity to have a, a platform, a decentralized open platform that has native payments uh, integrated, because payments always had to be um, uh, closed. They always had to be on the same uh, on the same platform. It couldn't be open and in- interoperable. Uh, so that was always missing with Nostri for the first time. Have this now, I guess. I'm excited about Noster. But I know that the main topic about which we're about to talk is Albi. But before we get back to Albi, I just want to say that I'm excited about this social media protocol on top of which they built lots of applications and which turned out to be an unexpected success after a while in which it has been, I guess, ignored largely. It was still under development. I think I signed up to Noster on Fiat Jeff's application that was call, called Branle or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was kind of OG at the time. I was one of the first 100 people to try Noster, but I realized, okay, I can follow people, they can follow me back, I can post stuff, but it's so bare bones, so basic. So I forgot about it, and then I lost my keys, and I created a <laughs> new account, and I, I was a bit upset because I still have the public key, yeah. and I'm not sure to which extent I can brute force the public key to get that OG account. But still, you know, it, it's kind of nice. We are in the early days. We are trying new stuff. And LB happens to be in the middle of it all. And I'm pretty sure that during the next bull market that we're going to have, this type of grassroots adoption that starts from people actually using Bitcoin as opposed to speculating on Bitcoin is going to be very important. And it's going to play a major role in the perception of people and how they think of Bitcoin. Yeah. I think so too. I mean, the exciting thing is, and I th- think a lot of people come to Bitcoin because numbers go up, up right? Uh, so that definitely gets some attention in the bull runs. And uh, but that's maybe how people discover like Bitcoin and then fall into the rabbit hole. Uh, you know, uh, I guess I would have a similar story there in terms of how you know everybody has a story how you've how we fell into the rabbit hole and then discover like one thing after the other and suddenly realize oh wow this is what we can suddenly do with the with the network so yeah and uh, yeah we'll see when the next bull run is and how it will will be but we have to make sure that uh, tech is ready for the next phase of adoption i guess yeah we got to scale and we got to provide stuff that people want I guess people don't wake up in the morning and say, yeah, I want some sound money in my life. I'm not happy with my fiat. Unless they have a huge inflation, that's not going to happen. 
And yeah, we need to build use cases that cater to these people who don't care necessarily about sound money and they only want to do cool stuff on the internet. And I think Noster is a pure project. It was launched with the best of intentions. It was developed very cleanly and very organically. And I'm kind of proud of it. And I'm happy yeah. that Albi is in the center of all that to make the experience simpler for people who want to tip to each other. That's great to hear. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, uh, like for me, it, it was also like quite early when we like uh, experimented with uh, with Noster and uh, where we thought, okay, how does how does that fit and what it is? But it's it's actually a quite nice fit because you know we see um, the like I like for my non-Bitcoiners are generally like the comparison with your wallet in your uh, that you have in your in your pocket. Uh, so it it might have your your money, but it might also have some you know your a bit of an identity card let's say your an id or the id to your local uh, library or something like that that you can use or you know um and we didn't have this in the digital space and but like if you combine now your Noster key and your lightning wallet then it's kind of uh, a similar setup uh, in the digital space you have your money there you have your identity there that you bring to applications and now you can say hey this is like me this is my account i log into it and i can also use use uh, the same wallet to to pay there right and uh, yeah this is where the fit was there and we experimented it how it how it fits together and actually yeah it's uh, we were super excited about the, the adoption so uh, yeah because as, as i said always payments don't stand alone and this is a good 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 combination there Wasabi Wallet is unfairly private. It's the most advanced and most used Bitcoin privacy wallet with half a million downloads across Windows, Mac OS, and Linux, as well as thousands of fresh new Bitcoins getting mixed every month. Wasabi makes use of the new generation Wabi Sabi engine to create mega coin joins, thus mixing your Bitcoins with those of hundreds of other users. From amounts lower than 0.01 BTC and remixes, you pay no coordination fee. Even if you don't use CoinJoins, Wasabi Wallet has a native Tor integration and downloads block filters to help you keep your network level and public key privacy. Download Wasabi Wallet for free today at wasabiwallet.io and experience the future of Bitcoin privacy. Going back to the creation of Albi, how would you describe the difference between Joule and Albi? What do you think is radically different in their design? I mean, the most radical thing, is, as, as I mentioned, is that uh, Jewel was for LND and only for LND um, and tried to be the full node management tool. Um, whereas with Albi, we do not want to do that at all. Um, we just want to be uh, like the connecting layer. Um, towards any Lightning node and also allow the users to use any node and any account they want uh, and then just allow developers, web developers, um, to use APIs like specifically the, the WebLN interface uh, to talk to these nodes. Um, and I think this is the most the most important thing. And then also have like specialized tools that users need to interact with these web applications. And basically, to for example, um, um, 
manage budgets that I can say, hey, on this website, uh, let's say even on, on, on Snort or Primal, one of the Noster um, uh, web clients, I can say, I want to allow this website to spend up to $5. And once a $5 budget is used or $10, whatever it is, then ask me again. Um, but before that, when I click pay, when I click sub, basically, uh, the payment should happen automatically in the background. I don't want to be bothered with that anymore. So we really try to do to reduce the the mental overhead there. The, the, the mental transaction cost needs to go to zero, and this is what we can do there. So these are the the, the features that we want to focus on, um, and not be a front end for one specific uh, yeah node implementation basically. So you are saying that LB works also with C Lightning, which is now called called Core Lightning. Yes. With Neyuta or Eclair or LDK and all the others. Yeah, not uh, it, it works with uh, Core Lightning. Yes, so you can easily connect your Core Lightning node to it. Uh, you can connect your Eclair node. I mean, this Eclair is a bit less used, but um, you you can do it. Uh, you can also connect it. For example, you can you can use an Allen Bits account in Albi. Uh, we also provide an account uh, for new users to get started, um, just to make it easy to 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 get onboarded and try it out. And I think the the great thing about the Lightning Network is um, that you don't have a login, right? So you can even start with a, an LN Bits account or an Albi account or some you know. A lot of people used Blue Wallet uh, LND Hub account in the beginning, and then you might grow out of that. You use it, it's easy, and you grow out of that, and then you say, okay, now I want to run my own node, and I set up an LND on my Raspberry Blitz or an Umbrella or something like that, and then I connect it uh, to that one, or even use both at the same time. So we want to have this 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 option for everybody. So. Um, LDK, good that you mentioned it. Um, this is... Um, what we do not yet have, but I think this is where things are moving towards, um, with developments like LDK or also Greenlight or the Breeze SDK that sits on top of Greenlight there, is that it becomes easier to have full nodes, like full lightning nodes, in our case, in the extension, in the browser directly um, or in other applications. Um, but this will still take a little bit of more time. I think you opened up two of the questions that I was about to ask you, and I'll start with the beginning and then evolve from there to cover the newbie users and then the advanced users. So for a newbie user, uh, for a newbie user what is the best way to experience LB and experiment with it? Though so they just have to install the browser extension. Um, they will be greeted with an onboarding flow to add a you know encryption like a password and unlock password uh, because all the data is basically stored encrypted uh, managed by the browser any anyway uh, but they are um, then have the option to create an albi account um, which is the most easiest for for any newcomers so you basically just create an account as you know it from other uh, other applications and you're ready to go mm -hmm. so um, yeah, but you're ready to go. You have a Lightning account, and you can, um, yeah, use the Lightning apps. You can pay. Um, tricky part is still onboarding, but this is something that's then uh, onboarding in the sense of like converting fiat into Lightning. 
Um, what we there currently have is that you can send uh, on-chain Bitcoin. You get an on-chain address with an account that then automatically swaps on-chain Bitcoin to Lightning that you can use it. Um, and there is an integration also to with, with, you do that with MoonPay, uh, like many others uh, that allow um, you to use a credit card to um, top up your account initially. So that's, I think, the... The, the most easiest uh, step for for newcomers. Yeah. So in terms of browsers in which you, you can install the extension, I think I tried LB on Safari and it said it's not supported. Which one? Which are the ones on which it works? Is it Chrome? Is it Firefox? Is it Brave? Is it Opera? It's all the Chrome and Firefox-based browsers mainly currently. Uh, so that would be like. The Brave is uh, Chrome, Chromium-based, so there it definitely works. Uh, Firefox uh, and all the derivatives from from that one. Um, Opera too. I don't know much users to use Opera actually. Um, and Safari is a little bit tricky. It is kind of supported, but we don't have much. Like you need to install a native application, and through the native application, you need to get extensions because Apple likes to have the Apple ecosystem, so they don't allow you to install the the normal um, extensions from a Firefox add-on or from a from a Chrome Chrome web store. Uh, so there is a, a bit trickier, and we don't have much requests for that. So that's a bit like sitting on the side. But actually, most of the browsers um, are uh, would, should be supported. Okay. So I think even Edge. Uh, no, is it Edge? Right, the Microsoft, Microsoft one. Yeah. So because that's also Chromium based, for example, so you can install the normal uh, Chrome um, extensions, and with that also I'll be. So it's it's all by the way to to say that like this um, these extensions are built on the web extension standard. So it's kind of a a standard uh, that browsers are implementing on like different levels. Obviously, there is always like with a standard that have different interpretations in the different browsers but generally uh, it's a standard the web ex extension standard that these browsers are, are supporting and that's why it works on these different ones before i ask the next question i just want to thank the people from parallel nepolis for letting me use this studio i saw mario who's outside watching us and i want this to be on record he opened the door next door and he was like what's happening there <laughs> and that's why i got lost during my previous question because i was thinking do i need to explain to him but he left us alone i want to thank them for letting us use this studio it's very, very cool we have the lights we have enough quietness to record this and come grab a coffee or a drink or a beer or whatever you like if you are in prague search for parallel police and you're gonna find lots of bitcoiners around here because they tend to work in this space. It's also a co-working space, it's a cafe, and they have events, check them out. It's the spot, yes, yes, I love it. This is whenever I come here, whenever I come to Brock, well, like Palenilipolis is the spot to be, I guess, yeah. Also with all the events that are happening here. So, like every single event, I guess, here is like one of the most inspiring ones that I've, I've been to, so yeah. <laughs> well, except for the one from last year, uh, last week, sorry. I've not been there. No comment. Anyway. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> but we can learn from others too, I guess. So, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> what if you want to use Albi in a non-custodial and sovereign way? Is it possible for you to connect your own node and do everything without relying on any trusted third party? 
Uh, yes, like the, the the extension itself is a complete client-side application. There is like once you download it, there is no connection to any server. Um, so you can use it with whatever node you want. So yes, you can do that. Um, and generally, we also want to work towards that. Um, I think the whole Lightning ecosystem is working towards that. A lot of the tools, you know, you mentioned LDK, for example. These libraries or these tools will make it easier to build Lightning nodes into various, you know, apps and whatnot. Um, we think we need to find use cases where Lightning excels or where Lightning is great um, and that cannot be done with other fiat payment systems. Um, because the great thing is we have the open network. We don't, you know, you as a developer, you don't need to sign up for an account with some acquirer or card payment processing tool. You can just, you know, use a little bit of JavaScript and basically uh, integrate and orchestrate payments within your application. Um, and with that also, for example, monetize it. Uh, though that's great. And um, so I think that's where the innovation is is there and where the innovation is is happening. And we want to focus, focus that and build tools for that. Um, and um, that also then feeds back to uh, what we need from the more, you know, underlaying more infrastructure tech that is closer to the node, uh, to the node it, it itself. So, um, because, you know, we could have the best uh, node implementations in the browser but it, or in wherever it is, but if nobody's using it, it that doesn't make sense. So we want to try to figure out, okay, what kind of use cases make sense, what kind of use cases are useful for, for users. And from there, we can go backwards towards to make the technology then uh, more usable also. CryptoSteel is the original Bitcoin cold storage backup, and it's been innovating self-custody since 2013. Designed and manufactured in Europe from the finest and most resistant stainless steel, the CryptoSteel cassette and the CryptoSteel capsule are industry standards. These cold storage devices are made to resist house fires, extreme floods, and physical shocks. You can also use CryptoSteel to store your important passwords, BIP39 passphrase, or Noster private keys. Buy your crypto steel today from CryptoSteel.com and use promo code BTCTKVR to get a 10% discount. CryptoSteel. Crypto Secure your Bitcoin like an OG. And more accessible. I'll be also available on mobile. Eh, that's a tricky question. Um, so, first of all, extensions on the mobile are not as supported as um, they are on the desktop, just because like the screen space is a much different one, the UX is a different one. On the desktop, you use much more things in, in your browser, whereas on the mobile, typically, you have more things in a native application. Um, but there we also experiment on how, you know, lightning integrations in these native applications can look like. And uh, one thing to mention there is, for example, or two things to mention there is actually, um, uh, number one, the podcasting 2.0 ideas, where quite some podcasting, mobile podcasting players, podverse, um, uh, to, to name one, for example, uh, that allows you to connect your Albi account within that player. And then while you're listening to a podcast, you can stream Satoshis uh, to the podcaster. Um, so there you have this native integration. There are many other players that support that. Um, 
uh, generally that support lightning fountain was is, is, is one to mention here i guess like all your listeners probably know know that uh, breeze probably the first one pushing that uh, forward a lot um, but also a lot of things happen in that space in, in Nostra again, where Damos and Amethyst and others are also integrating a concept, an idea that we pushed with is Nostra Wallet Connect uh, that basically allows Nostra mobile applications or generally applications uh, to connect to a wallet through Nostra itself again. Um, so you do not need to use, you know, like the browser but you can use your native application but still connect lightning to that so there you can use albi in that sense the albi account but um the extension is still a bit tricky there are there are browsers like the orion browser that quite a lot of users are using that supports extension uh, extensions um and there you can you can use albi yes yeah but it's 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 coming, so it, it's it will just take a little bit more time. So Safari also on iOS, for example, is in since one of the latest versions is supporting extensions. So there we can we we can we can integrate it. So these these things are uh, slowly evolving there. What about the Tor browser? It's based on Firefox, as mm -hmm. far as I know. Do you think Albi would work on top of Tor? Uh, Albi, uh, the Albi extension works on top. Uh, works in the Tor browser. Yes, um, we always try to make sure that it works there, um, and it worked really great. <clears throat> One of the recent um, releases had a little bit of change in the default settings, um, so right now the Tor browser, when you sh close it, it's not persisting anything which means if you restart it you have to add your node connection again um, in the default setting or you need to enable that uh, extensions are allowed to persist something uh, that you don't have to do it anymore but actually yes we try to make sure that it works in in, in the tor browser yes so and I, I know quite a lot of people are using it we actually also got uh, like initially when um, Edward Snowden uh, started using um, Noster. Um, we got also quite some feedback from him and like others around that that are using uh, that are using the Tor browser to talk to or to use Noster Noster clients. Uh, so it's it's important for me, and I yeah I think that's we try to make sure that it works there. In terms of Noster tips, which are called Zaps. Is there any way that you can do that without a custodial wallet? Because this has been a big discussion that you can't really make that work unless the other side is online all the time to receive the payment. Do you think there is a way to optimize this or to make it happen so that you can send someone a tip even if they're not connected at that moment? Mm -hmm. Like use full nodes or something on Noster? Mm -hmm. So you have, you have the two sides, right? So first of all, you have the sender side. Um, and basically these apps are just bold 11 invoices that you pay. Um, so there you can use anything, any wallet that you want. Um, in the Nostra Wallet Connect idea that allows like native applications or Nostra application, Nostra clients to talk to a node, um, like this Nostra Wallet Connect concept actually works really well 
with your own node um, because you have this not sure how deep we should get into and in, into that but uh, it's actually quite easy to connect your own node that runs at home like your raspberry blitz for example um, to these applications because you have the Noster relay in, in, in kind of in, in between so this makes it easier to connect your own node than before where you had to go through tor for example you can still do that obviously but you don't have to so that's where it, it, it it's easier to connect these kind of things so there it's it's possible yes totally uh, and the second thing is the the receiving part to receive zaps um, you need to have a lightning address so LNUL. So it basically works with anything that kind of supports LNUL. The problem with LNUL is, I guess, as a lot of people criticize it, is that you need a, a web server um, to do it, which is a little bit harder, and you need to be accessible in the network, uh, in, the, in the open net, basically. Um, but if you can run that, then you can connect, your again, also any node for that. But... Yes, you are very right. To it's a bit more effort, and that's why a lot of people use um, yeah tools to that are custodial to get a lightning address. Yeah, but I think this is you know again here we learn what people need and why we learn what people want, and from there we can then try to say okay, how can we optimize that in in terms of technology? You know, potentially if. You, you know, a lot of people mention Bolt 12 in, in, in that regard, or how can we make better tools that it get, gets easier to set up? Um, it's, it's a process in my point of view. Remember the paper wallet? Ah, yes. The good old days when you printed your Bitcoin private key on an offline computer? It was so fun, but not really easy and totally not secure. Today, we have Sadodime, a chip card that acts just like your good old paper wallet, but with all the modern security features and top-notch functionality. It turns your Bitcoin into a bearer asset, which you can easily trade in person. Thanks to NFC, you can use the Sadodime card with your smartphone. Creating a new pair of Bitcoin keys takes just two swipes. Check your balance in real time, create multiple key pairs. Whenever you want, you can reveal your Bitcoin wallet's private key with just a single click. The simple uncluttered interface lets you quickly see if a key pair has been unsealed. Finally, the cold storage you've been looking for. Available now on sadodime.io. No, it's interesting because many people criticize the idea of zaps on Noster and say they're just numbers in some sort of private ledger that move from one wallet to the other because it's custodial. And these cr critics also say that custodial lightning kind of defeats the purpose. Do you think it's a dangerous point of failure? Or would you say that it's just a phase of adoption that's going to get improved massively in the coming years? I'm very much believe that it's a phase of adoption, you know. Um, the, the excitement about sapping wouldn't like it needs to be easy you know we need to onboard people and people need to experiment with it so and yes sadly currently the easiest thing is still that you get an account or that you download wallet of satoshi on your mobile phone and press receive and you got it and you don't need to manage channels and and so on so if you would need to do that you might not you you might you you're losing users and and like we have to say right um so if that's the if the barrier of entry is too high 
then you say, oh, I don't have time now, I will do it tomorrow. And you will not do it tomorrow, you will also not do it next week. Or it's like you, it's the barrier of entry is just high. So if you lower the barrier of entry, we can learn on what users want and how um, what, they, what they adopt. And uh, again here, then that's why I think it's a face of, um, uh, it's, it's a face. So because now we know people like SAPs and it's exciting. Uh, so the question is now, how do we make that more easy in a sense that more wallets supported and more self-custodial wallets supported so i definitely very much believe that it's a it's it's a face and it's um um uh, i very v value very much the the learnings that we have there you know the, the use case learnings there given bitcoin's limited block capacity and the fact that it can only improve a certain include not improve include a certain number of transactions per block. How do you think Lightning can scale to enable everyone to use it in a non-custodial and sovereign way? Um, I have to say, you know, I like to discuss these kind of things at conferences and learn about these kind of things. But um, for me, sometimes this is like five step, steps ahead. Um, in my point of view, we first need to get the first step done in terms of adoption. Um, and because if we don't do that, we don't even need to discuss that all the people in the world will have a lightning wallet. So we need to get us all a lightning wallet uh, and get it adopted and from there grow. And then I very much believe that, you know, we have so many smart and the brightest minds in this ecosystem that so we will find solutions uh, um, to these kind of things you know also this i mean there are many to, many to mention actually there but so i'm not that deep into that thought i'm more of i'm more thinking okay how can i get like all the people around me and uh, more people onto that and i would like to solve this when the problem becomes bigger then yeah what is your take on Bolt 12 and all of the all of the proposals that have been made for Lightning to improve it? Um, so Bolt 12 definitely, I mean, tries to solve a lot of the the like some of the issues that we already mentioned, right? For example, with LNUL, that you need a web server. Um, Again, here, this is for me a good example because LNURL enabled a lot of applications to use Lightning. And so we learned this is something that is needed. And now the protocol can also adopt. And we now know, OK, we need something, something like Bolt 12 offers to get this more native into, into, the, into the network to solve this. Um, I'm not that deep into that. Um, like ultimately challenges are always adoption among the different node implementations right so and there it's the typical discussion well i sometimes feel like bolt 12 is this magic when we have bolt 12 it's it's all rainbows and unicorns <laughs> if that's gonna be we, will, we don't know uh, but uh, yeah it's a it's a progress right so it's a it's a process it's a, bit by bit we implement uh, we get we get there I think I like your pragmatic optimism. Like, yeah, we need to get this done before we get to think about bigger problems. 
and you're more of a builder who focuses on developing stuff. And that's the reason why I decided to interview you, because I like to work since I first saw Albi in Istanbul in February 2022. And I'm, I'm super bullish about your work and Albi as a project. I think it's really great. Thank you. That's great to hear from you, actually. It means a lot. I've been trying Lightning projects since 2018, I think. And it's nice to see them improving in time and getting better. And I was going to ask you, OK, I tried to lure you a bit into the Bolt 12 debate. You avoided. <laughs> but is there anything on Lightning that you wish there was or would get added to make your life easier? Um, I mean, it, it kind of fits a bit into the Bolt 12 debate. What we, I think, need to do is that we need to make sure that we all try to build more on common APIs. That we have that we keep the interoperable interoperability uh, on various levels um, and this is on the lightning spec level this is bold 12 yes we all should you know have the same api there but it's also then um, how i can talk to a node so for example um, if I want to support any application that, um, so, or if I want to have an application that supports LMD and Core Lightning, I need to basically implement two very different APIs, which I think is always a bit, you know, a lot of friction and a lot of developer hours get lost because yeah, that. Um, but that's also on the application level. It's gonna, it's the same thing. So for example, the podcasting 2.0 space, they work uh, with keysend payments, spontaneous payments there because that's what was available. And they, you know, again here it was a very pragmatic approach, I guess. Um, and then the Noster, they use SAPs with lightning addresses and lnul but also with a bit of an adoption there that you need to have nostr implemented in that in that thing and one thing that i fear sometimes is that we get a bit too much fragmented um and um so there i wish that we would try to yeah learn from each other i guess and try to say hey let's try to use common apis that push for interoperability because that's ultimately pushing or fostering innovation uh, it makes it easier for developers and with that more ideas can be implemented uh, and more ide ideas is what we need uh, to yeah push the adoption can you name a good lightning wallet for beginners and for advanced users on both mobile and desktop. So basically four wallets, unless they coincide to be great on mobile and desktop also. It's always hard to uh, like, is endorse the right word or to recommend one because everybody do your own research, right? <laughs> uh, and uh, learn about the differences. Uh, I think that's that's important. Um, I think there are a bunch of awesome nice sites that compare the different, you know, um, properties of wallets. Um, don't know a link uh, from the top of my head, but we should add add one of these at, uh, um, in the notes somewhere um, because. All of them have, I guess, trade-offs, and it all depends on what you want to do. Um, and um, I guess maybe we can name a few together. It's like we were chatting about Phoenix, for example, as a great mobile one. Um, I also like... You also mentioned Breeze, that they were the first ones to integrate podcasting 2.0. Breeze, exactly. they're on par with... I mean, they're a bit different, but on par with Phoenix. Um... Yeah, totally. I mean, 
So if you wanna use, if you wanna have a wallet on a mobile, um, you know that, uh, you know, I mean, with with with, I guess with Breeze, you can do even much more. You know, uh, open your own channels, for example, if you wanna do that. Uh, I think you cannot do that with Phoenix. Then the question is again: Do you want to do that? If you don't need to do that, then it doesn't matter. Uh, if you want to do podcasting stuff within your mobile wallet, then you can use Breeze again. Um, so it depends um, a little bit, also in terms of usability. Um, I guess it's always a bit of a personal taste. Um, um, so don't have a clear, clear opinion there. I would say. I use both. I mean, I use all of them uh, to at least um, try it out and learn what, what's going on in the different uh, wallet scenarios. Um, so, and I hear, like, yeah. I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> well, on mobile, I think that Phoenix and Breeze satisfy the needs of both advanced and newbie users. Yeah. There's also Blixed. And I did not yeah. play enough with it, but I've heard a lot of good stuff about it. Very, very, some people yeah. showed me that it shows more advanced statistics about your yeah. transactions, where they were sent all how how fast your transaction confirmed on the other side. That's I guess nerdy stats, but we are nerds and we love those stats. On mobile, uh, on PC, not PC, on desktop. Maybe, maybe to add on the mobile too is like Zeus, uh, where Zeus. You, when you have like your own Raspberry Blitz or Umbrella running, then you can, can can connect there. So they do a great job there. You can also use Zeus with your Albi account, for example. So there you can have the mobile Zeus application connected to your Albi account and have then the the same in the account, uh, the same account, the same like sets paid like at the point of sale with Zeus, but then also use a podcast player like. Podverse with the same account uh, or Connectamos, as we said before, like a, as a Nostra client. Um, and uh, one thing to say also in terms of the, the Blixstorms and Breeze and uh, Phoenix is like the different services that the LS, LS, LSPs basically provide to you. Because in terms of you, you are, I mean, it's, it's amazing that it's actually possible that you can open the app. You get a new wallet and you can instantly receive lightning payments because they open uh, channels on the fly uh, to you. Uh, so these are great, uh, great services, I think, where we also will see a lot of innovation. But yeah, to the desktop ones. I think the best one there, I mean, the one that I use the most and that I remember using for a long time is Run the Lightning. RTL. RTL, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a full, some of them are, you have full node management tools, right? Uh, so if you run your LND node or Core Lightning node somewhere, then you have some uh, some UIs like uh, yeah, RTL, what is it, Thunderhub as, a, as another one um, that you need to install. Obviously, you can use the Albi extension uh, with them. Um, you don't do the full management in the extension, but then in web apps uh, there. Um, do you need, do you use another one on a desktop? I tried so. to use command line LND a few mm -hmm. times. It's not really for me. I mean, I know how to paste invoices and pay them and stuff like that, but otherwise it's not the most efficient. But at least I can get some feedback to see if the payment went yeah. through and stuff like that. I don't yeah. need to rely on an interface. I can read what actually happens 
with the broadcasting of the transaction. Yeah. I guess I should play more with Core Lightning because I heard a lot of good stuff about it. And I guess it's the more conservative client. They don't change as radically, but they built it, I guess, in a more modular way, if that makes sense. I should yeah, you have like the Core Lightning plugins, actually, that uh, yeah, a lot of people build or extend the Core Lightning core functionality uh, quite nicely. I mean, generally, I think uh, having options is the great thing and is important and that's why yes uh, i also try to look at you know the different node implementations as much as possible shop and bit is the online store where you can buy anything with your bitcoin choose between more than 800,000 products book flights and hotels and order everything else through the concierge service with shop and bit you can buy your weekly groceries get the latest iphone upgrade your computer buy something sexy for your new girlfriend book a trip to el salvador through the travel hacking service and also grab a copy of the latest bitcoin takeover magazine to read in the airplane everything is integrated with a familiar shopping experience that doesn't track you and deletes your data after the order gets completed. You also get a 3% discount if you pay in Bitcoin. Try Shop and Bit today and use promo code BTCTKVR for a 5 euro discount on your first order. There was also a wallet by Piero Shard node something. I don't remember it. It was super basic 2019, early 2019. It was running on all operating systems. It was connecting directly to our full Bitcoin node. Yeah. And you could also add Lightning on top. Really interesting. Yeah, I don't remember which one you mean now, but I, I also, you know, ultimately, I also think that uh, Lightning should be integrated into the operating system directly, like we integrated into the browser. But maybe we see a time where Lightning is deeply integrated into your operating system. That and whatever that will yeah, enable then. That should not be too hard to fork some Linux distribution and experiment a bit with that and get other Linux distributions to also do the same to prove to them that it works well and it adds some features. I don't think Microsoft will do that with Windows and Apple, I guess, will do it last and pretend that they did it better and they have the most refined experience. But it's all up to you guys, the ones listening who are proficient in coding and want to create a Linux distribution, which includes maybe Albi, the browser extension directly, and some integration that makes Lightning a lot more seamless since you installed EOS. And I was yep. going to ask you, how can people contribute to Albi? Do you need more pull requests? Do you need code review and stuff like that? All of it. All of it. I mean, as any open source project, uh, there are like so many ways to contribute to it. Uh, I get asked this question a lot, uh, and I, I mean that's that's true for any open source project out, out there. Uh, typically, people think you have to be kind of a coder to do that, uh, but that's definitely not the case because um, the easiest thing that you already can do is give feedback. You know, you use it. Something's not working for you write it down, create an issue, share it with, with the community there because that's where, um, that's where the developers, the designers need to learn from. 
uh, but then also like uh, often it's documentation guides it's like everybody you know you install it it works for you you learn how to to use it write it down and explain it to your friends that's you know a super simple contribution to any open source project that everybody can do if you're interested in um, translations is another one actually we got a lot of uh, um, translations uh, contributed to translate the user interface to the different languages because again there not everybody is fluent super fluent in English um, having it in a local language also makes the adoption easier um, but then also obviously design pull requests and there's like on various levels um, to to contribute on, on in, in that regard and I actually think also um, this these projects that are closer to the to the user to the application layer they are a really good start to um, get into lightning development also because if you know if if you look at the core lightning code or the LNG code it's like you know it's much more complex it's super complex it's like the raw infrastructure so but uh, we are sitting a little bit more on top of that so it's a good entrance point uh, um, um, for the development I think so yeah and I'm super excited about the community development design community that is um, happening around that because it's super um, yeah super welcoming and super um, helpful is that the right word so helpful. yeah so yes. yeah <laughs> so other if somebody has a question like this is like yeah quite uh, people are happy to help and you know help each other where you get stuck um, and to learn so ultimately it's always about for everybody to learn what are some use cases or features that you want to add into albi in the next in the near future and maybe the far future um um there are a bunch of them so i i mean we talked about the idea of um using your lightning wallet within different applications uh, so this is an important one that we, we pursue. Um, there is also generally the idea of optimizing, for example, the, the budgets feature, getting more like Nostr, uh, more connected there. Um, though, I mean, if people are interested in there is a lot of GitHub issues uh, that are open where a lot of the features and uh, the, the roadmap is, uh, is, dis uh, is discussed. So. Um, the, the funny thing is here, the space is moving so fast. Um, quite some things where I would have said, like, I don't know, three, five, six months ago, um, have changed because the space has, has also changed quite quite a bit. So um, um, it's a lot, generally still a lot of experimentation that's going on. All right. Michael Buman, creator of Albi. You can call him Boomi. You can send pull requests and feedback about Albi after you use it. Don't do that without using it. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe you can look at the code and see if there's anything wrong with that. Do you receive donations? Uh, we have a bounties program, actually. Yeah, so we have bounties um, where we receive uh, donations and where we also give out, try to give out bounties for people to, for example, contribute at 
I don't know, a small feature or translation, or if people can set up a bounty if they want to see a feature being pushed and developed within the within the ecosystem. So, so yes, that's always like a great way also to contribute in that regard. This is the beauty of open source. You always have ways to contribute and make a name for yourself in a project that you may like. So how can people follow you and pay attention to the project or maybe see what you're thinking about Lightning or whatever? Um, so you find on GitHub, um, the Albi organization is called Get Albi there. Um, I'm Boomi on, on GitHub. Um, I mean, we talked a lot about Noster. You can still follow us on Twitter if you want uh, on GetAlbi and Boomi there. And you find us obviously then also on, on Noster, uh, Boomi at getalbi.com if you search for that. Or, or hello. N-U-B-1-X-Y-A-B-3-11. Please remember that quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Write that down. Yeah, We actually at Albi, we have a, a vanity um, and pub. So I think it's and pub get al some i don't yeah i'll be i don't know if there's a b is not in there right that's a maybe a six i don't know anyway so yeah uh, rene uh, mind and a and a vanity and pub which is quite quite nice but yeah the discovery is, an is still an issue but we will see how that will be in a few months time but you will find us of course thank you very much boomy and good luck thank you so much thank you so much love what you are doing here so pleasure to be part of this <laughs> Thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe, leave a comment, and like this episode.